0: Welcome back. Thank you for listening. It's Donna and Steve, Hour three of the show.
2: Breaking Sauvage news. (laughs) This from a listener. Thank you to Crystal who sent this in. Steve, you can wear Sauvage at the Sauvage restaurant in Alberta. Oh, wow. If you're in the Alberta area of Canada, they have a nice restaurant called Sauvage and it's uh
0: they only serve sausage because the v is actually meant to be a u sausage
2: sausage <laughs> they now serve brunch and afternoon tea donna have you done a cute little afternoon tea no. thing where you, okay. no
0: my niece wanted that at her her bridal shower
2: and what was your problem
0: i'm just not a tea person People were well, yeah, like, oh, I'm going to have a cup of tea. I'm like, I don't trust you. Okay.
2: <laughs> you could have uh, Turkish eggs, which has, let me read to you a menu item from Sauvage, the restaurant in Alberta. Turkish eggs, which are yogurt, elephant garlic, cold pressed canola, dill, pine flour, sourdough. Elephant garlic. What's that?
0: Large garlic?
2: Cloud pancakes, traditional Canadian, that is bacon or sausage, hen eggs, toast, and potato.
0: Aren't they all hen eggs? That's what I was going to say. Do you think
2: sometimes menus add an obvious thing just so it adds? like
0: cow milk.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It just makes it seem a little fancier than it is. Oh, you get a moose burger, that's tannin-infused elk meat, cheddar, caramelized onions, tomato, lettuce, potato bun, 22 bucks.
0: And now back to the show. <laughs> Did you see Barbie yet?
2: No, I haven't seen Barbie yet. What
0: is your problem?
2: I'll see it eventually. Okay? Send your emails to I don't care it. I'm not responding.net. Why doesn't Steve support women? He won't see Barbie. I'll see it.
0: So Kate McKinnon plays Weird Barbie, okay?
2: Who just It's it's just perfect casting.
0: It's so funny, too, because she, every little girl probably cut their Barbie's hair. Yes. Put, you know, crayons on their face. And that's what Kate McKinnon looks like. And so now, um, Greta Gerwig is saying that Weird Barbie is based on David Bowie (laughs) and hairless cats. (laughs) And now i that's all I can see that's when funny. I look at weird Barbie. It is so funny. You know, she'd be like, you'd brush out her hair, then you decide you wanted to cut it. Then you'd see what happens if you light it on fire and then draw all over her face.
2: We've all done it to a Barbie or to a stuffed animal. This is so great. Is she really funny in it? Like, I have very high hopes for Kate yes. McKinnon yes. character. In that movie, it just feels like she's got the potential for everything she says to make you laugh.
0: It very funny, I thought, and so she thought we have to have a Barbie that represents that fate of so many Barbies, where you'd you know put her in the splits position, basically destroy everything about her. <laughs> very very funny. Anyway, I just thought that that was cute. Thank you. Thank you, Donna. And now a funny review. Of The Morning Show, which is today. Today the day. Mm,
2: Yeah. Mm, I don't know. Here's the headline on The Hollywood Reporter. The Morning Show Review. John Hamm joins the watchably stupid Apple TV Plus soap for a slightly less stupid, still watchable season three. (laughs) I just thought that was funny. It's today, yes.
0: Today is okay, today. Okay, thank you, Mike.
2: <laughs> did you okay. hear that headline?
0: I did, and it doesn't really sound very complimentary. It does not.
2: Hmm. Watchably stupid. That's not how I would have described the first season. That was the one I paid more attention to. The second season, I don't even know if I finished
0: second the second season. second season got really out there. Yeah. Really crazy.
2: First season was, was good.
0: I have to say, Captivated. I think it's some of Jennifer Aniston's best work. She really, uh, i mean Well, we
2: don't see her do drama much. That was really her first dramatic turn that I can think of.
0: No, mm-hmm. she did like, not the girl on the train. She did something like that. She did some drama. Did she though? Yeah.
2: I don't remember this, so I'm disagreeing Because with you.
0: you probably were not interested in the movie.
2: Excuse us, guys. We're going to type in five. Yeah, yeah. You guys all talk <laughs> yeah, amongst turn, yourselves now. Uh, yeah, put your blinker on if you're afraid of the Here's silence. her
0: filmography. Let's see here. She did Leprechaun. <laughs>
2: wow, we're <laughs> going back.
0: No, let's move up to... Um, you're right. She doesn't do it a lot. She doesn't.
2: I don't think she ever did it.
0: No, she did.
1: I don't think so. Ooh. The Good Girl?
0: That's probably it.
1: 2002 with Jake Gyllenhaal? That was a yes. romantic, uh, dramatic, not a qu- comedy. God. It was a drama romance.
0: Dang it. What's your problem? Glad
1: we didn't wager a point on that.
0: I wish we did.
1: She'll but also anyway. a dramatic role in the movie Cake. Oh, I love Cake! Oh yeah, I 2014.
0: saw that too. I saw that
2: too. We had a great cake here the other day. Oh, wow, yeah. was that good? Um, yeah, but you don't see her do drama much. You don't. So it's 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 yeah, it's fun to see her. But she's still got some comedic lines. I'm a sucker for a behind the scenes television show. I loved The Newsroom on HBO. Loved yeah. it. Loved it. Thought it was great. That's Aaron Sorkin's writing where I there's loved, never a beat missed. Yes. You know?
0: Watch call it On the Sunset Strip. I just watched that whole series.
2: Studio 60. Thank on the you. Sunset Strip. That was
0: good. I don't know why that got canceled.
2: Yeah, there was a big production budget for it. It cost a lot of money. It came out the same year that 30 Rock came Which,
0: out. Which, and, I leaned more towards that one mm-hmm. than 30 Rock. I'm like, I don't, I don't want to see this. I want to see, like, something that seems glossy, high-end. Sure.
2: Suits, Donna, what are you waiting for? Mm-hmm. Why are you waiting on Suits? Tell me I what watch you have v- going on tonight. I'm, I'm gonna,
0: well, I'm going to watch the morning show. Oh, and I'm going out for my birthday. Thank you.
2: Oh. Willie McCoy's? Where are
0: you <laughs> at it? Don't worry about it.
2: Donna thinks the paparazzi's gonna follow her. Just just Who are you going with?
0: Don't worry about it. Why would you not share that part? You have to hear Friends. Do they have names, these friends? They do. And what
2: are these names?
0: They are Susie and Laura. Well, that
2: wasn't so hard.
0: It's eleven eleven make a wish.
2: I wish you would stop being so weird about I wish
0: you would start, stop plans. asking so many personal questions. You're
2: acting like I'm asking you your blood type or your social security and that's number. that's
0: fine. I'll give you my blood type. I don't oh, want positive. your blood type.
2: Don't brag. <laughs> Universal donors, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. We
0: got to go. We got to study when we come back. I find this interesting. I get it. Young adults... Don't think proper spelling matters anymore. You know what I'm saying? I know you're saying. Let's discuss. We'll break it down. Okay? We're going
2: to break this thing down. So anecdotally, you're going to be like, what? we'll take a break and we'll do that break.
0: Donna here for Spire Credit Union, where they have now got 22 locations. I know you have probably seen a branch in your own neighborhood. I keep seeing billboards telling me that one is nearby. Um, They offer, let's see, they offer money market savings. They've got free checking. They've got all the convenience services, which are free, by the way. And I'm talking about things like digital banking, mobile app, mobile wallet, remote deposit, mobile banking and more. And when it comes to loans they've got low rates at Spire. Uh, Let's talk auto loans. Uh, New or used, Spire can get that loan done for you pretty quickly and you're going to get more car for your money. Don't forget also Spire offers extended warranty plans with much better coverage and at a lower cost than the dealer. For me it is definitely Spire Credit Union. I happen to have a um, Oh, what is my account called? I have a share savings account. You can apply today at myspire.com. Spire is insured by NCUA, an equal housing opportunity lender. Hi. Back we are. We are back. Donna and Steve.
3: On My Talk 1071,
0: where talk is fun! Studies have shown that. Medica- studies have shown that the microbial. Several
3: long term studies have shown. They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings are study buddies. The perfect nerd couple. Donna and Steve.
0: Here's a situation. It's a survey, as we call it in the biz.
2: Oh, what a uh, term. Yes, nice.
0: And the question is, who uses better spelling and grammar in texts and on social media? Do you think it's kids or their parents or neither?
2: Ooh, I would go neither if that's an option. I think everybody doesn't do great.
0: I think there's a difference between text and social media. Like, I don't care that much about my using a capital letter in text.
2: You're sure? You know,
0: if I said, hey, Steve, and I, the S was small and the T was big, I, I'm not fixing it. I don't care. Sure. But if I'm posting something. Public record. I'm going to be careful of my spelling. Yeah. Apparently, it doesn't really matter that much. Um, less than a quarter, quarter of <laughs> Gen Zers use periods, commas, and quotation marks in casual chat. For comparison, more than half of people over 65 say they always uh, use proper grammar while texting or posting online. Hmm. So if you were to write, like, what time will you be home? And you use the letter U instead of a Y-O-U. No big deal. Exactly. That is making pork chops in all lowercase.
2: Totally fine. No punctuation right. either. Punctuation, unless it's an exclamation point, is frowned upon. Yeah. Makes you come across as cold and stern.
0: That, see, that's interesting. That I don't think older people realize. Like we, we listened to that cute, um, that cute promo for Golden Bachelor. Yes. And where they were like, Dad, you don't have to say, hi, it's me, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Love, Sincerely, Dad. dad. S- yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> you don't have to say, Dad. I know your number. It's going to pop up as Dad. Um, so the same is true when it comes to capital letters, just a quarter of those between 18 and 24. Make sure to use capital letters correctly compared to 61% of seniors. Overall, 69% of people say they're more likely to use correct spelling and punctuation in text messages. Huh? Overall, Uh I am not one of them. I think texting is those are forgivable offenses.
2: Yes. That's a cave people talk.
0: Right. Less than 10% of people say they make sure to use proper grammar on social apps like TikTok and Snapchat.
2: Yeah, I'll I'll re- if I catch a typo, I'll go back and fix that, you know, in social. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. yeah, that
2: does feel different.
0: So young adults say as long as the meaning is conveyed, the technical accuracy of the writing doesn't matter anymore. And only a third of Gen Zers bother to proofread their messages before sending them. Yeah, I'm I'm cool with text messages being gibberish. It's the yeah, the public stuff.
2: Yeah. You got a reputation.
0: That's right, Steve.
2: In many ways we're going backward, are we not? Yes. Because you More think abbreviating of abbreviating everything. The original language, hieroglyphics started out as pictures, right?
0: Right. And now, now we're going emojis. back to emojis. Yeah. What's I, don't, I don't know. We're just simplifying, right? Nobody's learning cursive.
2: Cursive is dead. I'm sorry. It's dead. We got to, we got to pull the plug here. We need I'm to not stop even sure I knew time. what the
0: point of cursive was to begin with. It was
2: to prove that you're better than someone because <laughs> it's more difficult to read. <laughs> Maybe it's to save time when you write
0: that's what all the i'm thinking.
2: Flow into each other. Because if i have to print but how everything for time were these horse and carriage people. <laughs> you were going everywhere. Everything was slower. Cursive that'd be how we write today. That would have made sense. Cursive needs to die. It needs to go to the boneyard. We need to not waste people's time because
0: Well, people aren't even printing anyway. They're typing. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot. right there's not a lot of people hand printing handwriting well handwriting would be script hand printing cursive
2: oh is that what you call cursive i'm sorry is that the street term for cursive
0: it's just another term script yeah
2: is that right i never knew that
0: did i just make that up
2: no you probably know it and informed me about it is that in script Susie, would you
0: would you look at this? Can you read this script? Script and cursive, yeah, are both from the Latin alphabet.
2: Mm, Lorp script jibson. is a type
0: of lettering that is written with a brush or a pen.
2: Oh, in
0: one continuous stroke.
2: Yes.
0: Cursive is characterized by its Don't flowing do it lines like this. and connected letters. I get uncomfortable when you use okay, that fine. voice. That's cool. All right.
2: Google released a list of the top how-to questions.
0: Thank you for the dramatic pause.
2: I give the audience an opportunity to emotionally calibrate for what's coming next. Here's what people are searching. First of all, the states that are asking the most how-to questions. Unsurprisingly, West Virginia.
0: (laughs) Followed only by Mississippi. I just made that up. I didn't see the list.
2: I was going to fill in what maybe they were Googling in West Virginia with how to, but I'm choosing not to as a filter.
0: And Aunt, Aunt Sue.
2: Aunt Mary, yeah. She lives there.
0: Aunt Mary Mar- Sue. Mary
2: Sue, yeah. Cute. Uh, West Virginia, Utah, Kentucky, Arkansas, and Oklahoma. They're the ones who are searching a lot of how-to things.
0: We do a lot of pronunciation Googling. We do. How to pronounce.
2: yes. The top how-to searches overall are how to draw, how to pronounce things. There it is. How to tie a tie, how to screenshot something, and how to get a passport. Huh. Now, the top how-to-help questions, according to Google, are how to help anxiety, how to help people. That's nice. How to help constipation how to help depression, cramps, back pain, and diarrhea also made the top 10. It's a very human search trend there, don't you think?
0: Sure, Steve.
2: You know what? There was someone. um,
0: What are you going to say right now?
2: There was a first human to throw up and there was a first human to have diarrhea with no emotional support being offered of, okay, I know that's uncomfortable. Here's what's going on. That person thought they were exploding.
0: Did how, you go back and listen to the story I told you to listen to? No. All right. You need to.
2: The, uh, the one from Alexis's mother? <laughs> yes. Okay. Does it have to do with the bathroom? You'll have
0: to listen to find oh, out. Oh, wonderful.
2: Uh, how to be better, how to be a man, how to be happy, how to how be, to be yourself.
0: Dear Google, how can I be better? What? That's a dumb search.
2: Well, search it anyway. <laughs> 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 the top five how to make yeah. searches are how to make money. How to make rice, how to make eggs, how to make bread, and how to make coffee. Those are the kind of staples, initial things you learn to make, right?
0: Sure. Scrambled eggs. Boil the rice. Yeah.
2: How to fix a zipper. How to fix Wi Fi. How to fix an ingrown toenail. Put me down for a B T D T. Been there, done that.
0: How to fix a coworker.
2: Donna. What? Actually, how to fix a relationship. It's close. There you go. That's what people are saying. All right.
0: I'm I'm very curious to see what the score is in our upcoming game.
2: I think it's very close. The game is Whose Voice Is It Anyway? You've got to stick around and play this with us. It's a very fun game. We will hear celebrity voices out of context. We'll bid against one another. Name that tune style and see who can identify the voice quickest. Coming up next, Don and Steve. Friends, what's up? It's Stevie Boy. For my buddies at thecanopygroup.com. Hey, man. Hey, Donna. What's up? Uh, Well, I'll tell you what's up. The Canopy Group is busy today saving people money. How? Well, they have options for you. There's some 81% of Minnesotans who only have one insurance agent who represents one insurance company and gets them one quote. Shouldn't be like that. Doesn't have to be like that. It's totally free when you go to thecanopygroup.com. You have automobile insurance. You have homeowner's insurance. So if you're thinking, does this apply to me? It applies to you. Okay? You need to get these things insured. And the fact that they have 16 different insurance companies that they have partnered with, developed relationships with over the years, uh, they can go to these places and say, all right, we got somebody new who needs insurance. How do we help them? How do we help their coverage? How do we help their premiums that seem to keep going up? Let's bring them down and let's get them better coverage at the same time. Sounds too good to be true, but it can all be done. Test them out for yourself. TheCanopyGroup.com
3: you got a fast Hi. We go
0: Donna and Steve and here on My Talk 1071, where, where talk is fun.
3: So hey,
2: don't be afraid, everybody. Papa's here. Ew. No, I'm afraid.
0: Yeah, me too. Ugh. Don't even say that to your children. <laughs> Ew.
2: I was going to say, and I'll hold you. Just to the to the listener, to the global listener, figuratively.
3: Okay.
0: How? Let's play a game.
3: Time. To play. Ooh. Voice.
0: Is it? Anyway.
3: Anyway. Yes. Your host, Zamboni. Zamboni.
0: You're
1: interested in the score. Uh, you got a win last week, Donna. That means yeah. you have a four-point lead. 14 to 10 is where we sit. In whose voice is it anyway? I, I was coming back. You did for a couple of games, I think, and then oh, uh, yeah, I think it was like 13 to 8 at one point. You got a couple wins, but then Donna just got the last one. So. Nice job, Donna. She was very good at um, commercial voiceovers from celebrities. Okay. But we're moving past that now. Oh, yeah.
3: Okay.
1: That was our last couple of games. We had the state fair ones, uh, celebrities at the state fair. Today, we have a new category. And again, this is uh, the game where it's essentially played like the bid and note portion of Name That Tune, except it's with celebrity voices out of context. They'll go back and forth bidding on how many seconds they think it's going to take to name the voice based on the category. And based on the clue, the category for today
0: Villains, oh. not gonna do well.
1: Villains.
0: Why would you say that? I, I,
2: I don't know. It's a very broad. It, there are lots of types of it villains. Types.
0: Okay, let me try that again. I'm gonna slay you.
2: No, okay. Now you could even just come right in the middle of that.
0: Okay. All right, all right. All right sounds good. Sounds good. There we go. All right.
1: Yeah,
2: Donna.
0: Are we gonna flip a coin?
1: We are gonna flip a coin. Oh. It is currently being flipped on the computer. Somebody call it heads. It is still flipping. It is still flipping. It is
0: Tails. All right.
2: Tails wins 80% of the time. <laughs> it really does. Yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah. I get to go first.
1: You get to go first on the bid. Again, villains is our category for today. And your clue for voice number one, award loser with nearly 150 acting credits. Award loser with nearly 150 acting credits.
2: I can name that voice in eight seconds.
0: I can name that voice in seven seconds.
2: I can name that voice in five seconds. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: You got it. You got it.
0: I can name that voice in four seconds. Name that right. voice.
1: He's going for it. righty. let's uh, get it started again. Whose voice is it anyway? We got our first voice, villains, the overall category. Your first clue is award loser with nearly 150 acting credits. Donna, you've got four seconds. Are you ready? Yes. The name this voice. Why is everyone talking about Navarro? <laughs> oh, <I'm sorry>, <laughs> I was like, oh. Okay, sorry. I had to let do that. Okay. <laughs> let's, let's try that again. Again, setting the stage once again. It is uh, villains. We've got uh, award loser with nearly 150 acting credits. Here we go. Four seconds, Donna.
3: Name this voice. I'm vegetarian, but I do make exceptions. I sometimes eat eggs.
0: Oh, boy. I that do. is a very tough one. I do make exceptions. I sometimes eat eggs. I'm going to call that Joaquin Phoenix. Oh,
1: I think you might be right. For the first point, is that Joaquin Phoenix? It is wow, not. Wow. That was a, a great guess, guess, right? Thank
3: let's, you. Let's, let's listen to it again. But I do make exceptions. I sometimes eat eggs. I sometimes Got it. eat cheese. Yep.
0: David Arquette.
1: No. No. Oh. I actually put this one at the beginning. I thought this would be a little too much of a giveaway. So I'm excited that uh, it's a bit of a struggle. Steve, you have no clue. No, one more time. Okay, one more
3: time. Let's hear this one again from the top. Basically, I'm vegetarian, but I do make exceptions. I sometimes eat eggs, I sometimes eat cheese.
1: 150 acting credits.
0: This sounds like someone from New Jersey. Yeah,
1: he sounds like a Jersey boy. Separate
0: their words one from another.
1: Can you give us another hint, That's part of the reason why people, you know, question his accent, because uh, he was born in Appleton, Wisconsin. (laughs) Born in Appleton, Wisconsin, although if you really, like, I don't know, didn't know anything about him, I would assume he was an English actor for a a long time, but uh, let's uh, listen to him again.
3: I basically am vegetarian, but I do make exceptions. I sometimes eat eggs. He's not a loser,
0: though. The person I'm thinking of, who's uh, Daniel Day-Lewis?
1: Nope. This guy has been up for basically like 11 big-time awards and lost every single time. He's right. in a ton of big movies. Your other clue, uh, he plays. Well, he's played a villain in lots of different movies, but this particular villain this. that I was referencing would be the Spider-Man series. Okay. Take your pick. Because um, he's actually been in a few different versions of the Spider-Man series. Oh,
2: yep, yep, yep. Lee okay, I got Friday. him. I got him. Nope. With the face. Uh, he's got a very pronounced ah. like, jawline. Come on. What's his name? What's a his of, name. A lot of
1: people think he should play the Joker, a role he's never played before. He would play it well. Um,
2: what's his what initials? Give me the initials of his name.
3: W.D. William Defoe. Willem. Um, Will- um, um, Will- um, Defoe. I'm vegetarian, but I do make exceptions. Now I, hear it. I yes. sometimes eat eggs. Listen to this. I sometimes eat cheese. <gasps>
2: So this ah. was all part of his... How'd, how'd your dinner go with Willem? Uh, it, was, it was good. Oh, my God. If you've ever
1: watched one of those um, Wired Google interviews, it is so fun. And watching him do this is really, really fun. They just Google a bunch of questions about him, and then he's uh, answering them as he goes. Funny. And it is it is a fun watch. That is sometimes. A,
0: that's a very good one. That is. Geez.
1: And sometimes, geez. that That, uh, yeah, Appleton, Wisconsin is where he was born, uh, despite right. the uh, whatever accent that is. All right, let's move on. He, of course, was a Green Goblin in... Yes. In that series, the Spider-Man series. First point's going to go to Steve. Okay. Donna cannot get that one right in four seconds. That means we move on to voice number two. And the second voice for today is whose voice is it anyway? Now known for fighting the category. Again, villains the category. The second voice is now known for fighting the category. That is your clue for voice number
0: two. Do I start the bidding? You (sighs) do. Oh, boy. I can name that voice in eight seconds.
2: I can name that voice in five seconds.
0: I can name it in four.
2: Uh, name that voice. Hi. Donna is going for wow.
1: it. This
0: is kind of Steve's
1: strategy normal. Just yeah. kind of take the lead, win everyone, and see how he can do. Let the fate fall in his hands. Uh, that's what Donna's going to go for today. Again, uh, villains the category, and the clue is known for fighting the category. Now known for fighting the
0: category. That I'm depending on that. Clue.
1: Okay. Uh, You've got four seconds. Donna, are you ready? Yes. Four seconds. Name
0: this voice. Yeah, my family came out. My friends came out because they know that I'm just like, I'm such a Disney. Mm. Mm -hmm. Villain, huh?
1: Villains is the category. Her clue is now known for fighting the category.
0: Oh. I'm going to say that's Bree Larson. It's
1: a good guess. Is that? Thanks, Steve. Bree Larson?
0: It yeah. is. Yeah, woo! See, I had to really think about she's known for fighting. The, the villain. Yeah. Yes. She was Captain the villain, America.
1: She was the villain in Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Oh. She played a villain in that one, but she is, of course, Captain Marvel. In uh, oh, I said in, Captain
3: America. Yeah,
1: Captain Marvel sad. in uh, the MCU. Here right. she is again.
0: Yeah, my family came out. My friends came out because they know that I'm just like I'm such a Disneyland fan. And
1: she also drives a Nissan. Nice.
0: Cool. Wow. Love that.
1: All right, so there you go. It is all knotted up here. 1-1 one, one, as we head to the third and deciding voice. This is exciting. This is I'm very nervous. <sighs> I start the bidding. You do start the bidding. And our, again, category is villains. And the clue for our final voice is eight decades of work. Wow. Wow. Again, Villains the Category, Eight Decades of Work, hmm. The Clue.
0: Hmm.
2: <laughs> and this is to decide it.
0: Eight decades.
2: I can name that voice in three seconds.
0: Oh, wow. All right. Do it. Name that voice. All right. Now,
2: I'm going to write down. He thinks he knows it
1: right there from The Clue. I'm writing one
0: down, too. Okay. All right. All
1: right. All righty. You've got three seconds. Steve, why'd I do this of this voice? Are you ready? <sighs> yes. All right, here we go. This is for the win. If he gets it right, he's going to be the winner today and pull within three. If he gets it wrong, that lead's going to grow to five, as Donna would take a 15 to 10 lead. Your final voice, three seconds on whose voice it is, it, is it anyway. Here is your voice. I was working with trying to do their
2: best under the circuit. Sur- Mm. I'll tell you who it's not. <laughs> Who's <laughs> it not? It's not James Earl Jones. Mm. Darth Vader. He's mm, in his 90s. Won. Eight decades of work. Um, boy, and that, the other name that I'm thinking is not a villain, to my knowledge. Um, Wow, this is really unfortunate. Mm. Uh, I'm going to say... Incorrectly, Robert Redford as my. I'm going to go with. I'm
1: Bradley Trainer
0: and I'm Don McLean. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip
1: about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out.
0: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this
1: is Chris Jenner.
0: L.L.C. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
1: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Robert Redford. Is it Robert Redford for the win? Otherwise, Donna takes a five-point lead. Yeah! Is it Robert Redford? it is not what yeah. was your would know you write down uh, well
0: everyone I wrote down happens to be an English actor so that can't be right I had like Ben Kingsley Sir Ian uh, McKellen, McKellen. I have Patrick Stewart
1: let's listen again
3: and so were all the people I was working with trying to do their best under the
0: circumstances. Oh, oh, it's Jack.
3: It's Jack. It's Jack. It's Jack. It's Jack. It's Jack Nicholson. Dude. Jack
1: Nicholson is let the let me hear answer. that again. That's Man. some bull crap. Uh, yeah. Wow. Were, uh, I don't uh, hear it. I uh, hear it is. All the people I was working with trying to do their best under the
3: circumstances. Yes. And that's really all you need is a developing actor is just yeah. to be trying yeah. to do it. Of course, yeah, a very sounds iconic young. villain. Yeah, it was uh, it was
1: an, an older interview, but uh yeah, that's that's it. Oh
0: wow. wow. So now does Steve get to go for the two? No,
1: oh, that's oh, over. It's, I mean, it's the tie done. It's fifteen to ten U. The only time the tie comes into play is if someone takes a two oh lead. Got it. Okay. A 0 lead. Some people don't like when I say two 0 um, I've gotten emails about that.
0: Oh, oh my God. <laughs> let's
1: uh, let's just do the one second
2: here, for example, if we Double
1: can. Double or nothing?
0: Yeah. No.
2: <laughs> Come on, Donna. No. You've been in a betting mood.
0: You're no. up 15 to 10. No. Come no. on. No.
2: I bet you on fructose.
0: No. Uh,
1: this, uh, this clue, again, villains the category. Your clue for the one-second voice, if it would have come down to it, it doesn't because Donna is our winner today, but if it would have come down to it, the clue was two super iconic fictional characters. Oh, wow. Two super iconic fictional characters. Here is one second of
2: this voice.
0: She's got a daddy issue. She's in a toxic relationship.
2: That would have been the one-second clue. Yeah. And that is the... Woman who stars as Barbie. Final answer.
1: Oh, good job. You wouldn't have gotten it with that. You would have, of course, <laughs> had to come up with her name. She also played Harley Quinn. Yes. Margot Robbie. Marble Robbie. A, yes, would have been, been the correct answer there. there for the one oh, second. Oh, that was fun. Nice job, oh. Donna. Wow, thank you. 15 to 10.
0: Good job, Steve. Commanding lead. Thank you. You know, this
2: game happens once a week. My closest opportunity to overtake you is pretty much the week before Halloween. Why? Because that would be six weeks from now.
0: Oh, I see what you're saying. Yes. Yes. I'm so sorry for that. Don't make faces at me. I didn't make a face. I'm going to report you every time. I didn't you make do a like face. That. You're
2: mm-hmm. seeing things. Mm-hmm. If you see something, say something. Hey, can I give something away really quick? Please.
1: Oh, dude, we'd love it. That yes, would be awesome. I'm going to this, too. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, I've got a four-pack of tickets to Junk Bonanza. That's coming up Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, September 21st through the 23rd at Canterbury Park. It includes early bird admission. You can get tickets and info at junkbonanza.com. But again, if you want to go, give me a call right now. 651-641-1071. Seventh caller
2: is heading to Junk Bonanza at Canterbury. Woo! Hey, there was a stolen Van Gogh. Guess what it got returned in,
3: of all things? I'll huh. tell you about that when we come back. We'll find out the soup of the day. It's ch- hey, it's Rocco for Crescent Tide Cremation Services. You know I talk about Crescent Tide every day because my mom's still around. Uh, she heard a radio ad I made for Crescent Tide once where she's like, oh, that's not a full-service funeral home? Oh, okay, I, n- I never wanted that. Oh, they just do simple cremations and they do it at the best price around? Okay, that sounds really good. Oh, I can prepay and pre-plan so you kids don't have to worry about it and stress about it and pay for it when it's my time to go, okay, sounds good. So my mom went in, had a sit down with Lisa, ended up prepaying, pre-planning for a simple cremation. And uh, now that's all buttoned up. So, hey, thanks mom. It's not just prepaying and pre-planning like my mom did though. You'll see if you look at the Google reviews for Crescent Tide, that when a death in the family occurs, Crescent Tide comes through for those families and they do so in a prompt, courteous, kind manner. And at the best price round, simple cremations start at just 800 dollars It's a small family-owned St. Paul business. Check them out today. Crescentide.com.
0: Final stretch of the Donna and Steve show on my Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, along with Mike the Big Zamboni. Hong Kong! Hong Kong. Steve and I just uh, decided on all the soups for our Supo bingo nice. card
2: and yeah. a whole and, uh, bunch on there.
0: Yeah, so what we're going to do every week is we're going to allow we're going to have a download for a supo card thanks to our friend um Christy Miller. We are going to make it available online. We will tell you the soups that you need to fill into your supo card and then we'll see if anybody wins starting on Monday, right? Because there's only five, one, two, three, four, five to get bingo, right? Yeah. Yeah,
2: five gets you a Supo, just like a standard bingo card. So, end of the week. We very likely won't have a bingo winner.
0: We very likely won't. But we'll just play for fun.
2: It'll, It'll build. The tension will build. The winner will get that all expense.
0: Paid trip to nowhere
2: to nowheresville <laughs> there are no black dates on that go whenever you want
0: we'll work on this don't worry we'll figure something out down the road but let's just
2: yeah so we'll have a super just... card in short the supo card that you'll get a like a blank bingo card and then we'll have the list of all of the soups that you put on that way we're all playing with the same soups you put them anywhere you want yep. on your uh, soup-o so card. so we
0: all have different cards yeah and then we'll see who the gets to bingo stuff. first i love it this is fun
2: fun is fun people have fun
0: they sure do, Steve.
2: Should the first person to get Supo, should that be worth anything in, like, the College of Pop Culture Knowledge or anything? Should those, oh. We'll, th- we'll talk about it. Uh, by the way, there was a stolen Van Gogh painting, and it was returned from a tipster uh, over the weekend, but just sort of interesting, it was returned. In a van. In an Ikea bag. That would have oh. been funny. <laughs> and it had the van never stopped.
0: Right. Because it would be a Van Gogh. Go. <laughs>
2: it was uh, returned in an IKEA bag. What? That's all they have.
0: What? Which Van Gogh was stolen?
2: I don't know. Some Van Gogh. I can't find the link. Don't oh come it
0: on! Went. Can't find it. Can't be found. Nobody can find it. Come on now. Well, all right. So the Van Gogh painting.
2: Uh, let's see.
0: It's it's very ominous the one that was stolen
2: yeah this lady in black looking back
0: Ooh, and it's foggy she's
2: she's walking toward a distant house
0: this was from a dutch museum where the van gogh museum is located (laughs)
2: shout out to old dutch
0: yeah no kidding that's
2: an old dutch painting right there that's
0: right (laughs) (laughs) pretty small it's called the parsonage garden at Noonan in Spring. Noonan, one of his early works from 1884. By the way, Willem Dafoe played Van Gogh in a movie. No, I think.
1: Yeah, I believe in the interview I heard him say that uh, he learned to paint in at Eternal or uh, Eternity's Gate. At Eternity's Gate is the name of
0: that movie. He was fantastic in that movie. So good. If you get a chance. That is a callback to our Whose Voice Is It Anyway game, which we wrapped up in the last segment.
2: The the Van Gogh, there's a video of the guy holding it. It's just small.
0: They're all small.
2: Yeah, Mona Lisa. It's like a postage stamp.
0: I mean, it's not that small. It's not like a, you know, it's bigger than the palm of your hand. It's like, it's long. It's wide. It's wide.
2: You're fat shaming this? Painting now?
0: And it's not very tall. It just
2: got, So that's why I said small.
0: Thir- you just think it would be bigger.
2: 30 inches by 21 inches.
0: That's not that small. The it Mona looks Lisa. small
2: in that man's hands.
0: The Mona Lisa. The Mona Lisa. Lisa the about.
2: Mona Lisa. This little Van Gogh. Seems like it's only about 10 inches high. Maybe 20 inches long. Mona Lisa. 30 by 20. Don't you think, like when you see it as a kid, you think it would be like a 4 foot by 6 foot Big, beautiful, so beautiful. You'd hang it anywhere. But when you see people in the museum, in the Louvre, looking at it, you're yeah. like, oh
0: my gosh. So small. So small. Now they're Picasso, on the other hand, has some really big ones. Yeah. you The next time you're in New York, you should go to MoMA. It is like...
2: What kind of food do they serve? Is that Italian?
0: It is actually the Museum of Modern Art. Thank you. It's oh. amazing. I would love to go back there. That it might it's be so fun. Good. Yeah. You know what I'm doing when I go to Florida? I'm going to the um, Salvador Dali Museum. The man with the mustache? Yes. What? No, I think you're thinking of Picasso. No. Yes, you are not. You are not.
2: What does that mean? I'm Sa- correct? Yes, I'm, I'm correct. lost in the world of double yes. negatives right
0: sorry, now. Sorry, sorry. Yes, he's got a mustache. You're right. You know, the um, persistence of time, the melting clocks.
1: Persistence of memory. That thing. With the melting
2: clocks. I've,
0: yeah. I love that painting.
2: Hey Siri, show me a picture of the persistence of memory.
0: Steve, you would appreciate this because what do you always say about time?
2: Can't be slowed, only savored.
0: That's right. Do you see it?
2: I It hasn't pulled up. All right,
0: fine. <laughs> should we just, should we just get on with it? Call
3: them down for moose soup after it's always a surprise oh no it's broccoli cheese it's always a surprise oh no it can't be if you're hungry so now see there's something it's in
2: his base looks like a scene in looney tunes yeah, that it's persistence serious, of memory hey what up B dog what's going on uh hey we filled out our Supo cards that's good yeah where's mine i'm gonna rattle off what we have okay Yep. Every uh, every every row has a voicemail. The free space is chili. Here's <laughs> it. We got black bean chicken noodle, corn chowder, chicken wild rice, vegetable soup, white chicken chili, split pea, tomato bisque, broccoli and cheese, Asian egg roll, pasta fajoli, clam chowder or lobster bisque is its own square. Italian wedding, loaded baked potato. Uh, <laughs> what's that? Guachico. Gouda. Oh, Gouda. Dot dot dot. Gouda. Anything. Chicken tortilla, veggie beef, pulled pork, chicken fajita. And the final space oh. is another voicemail.
0: Are tortilla and fajita the same thing? That should we need a new one? Give us another no. one. No, they're different. They are.
2: Or you could turn one to enchilada if you wanted. I'll
0: we'll put slash enchilada. Okay, we're going to. Are you putting that? I'm putting it with fajita.
2: Picking fajita slash, slash enchilada. enchilada. Sure.
0: Okay. All right. That's all we got for you today. Cool. You
2: got to go. We're on the radio. Yep.
0: Yeah, we're bye. big, important people. This
2: has been fun. Don't call bye. us when we're this busy. Yeah. All right, bye. Please,
0: what were you thinking? <laughs> okay, bye. Um, the adventures of Bradley and Dawn are coming in next. Thank you, everybody, for listening today. We'll see you back here tomorrow.
3: Hey, it is Rocco for mnfatloss.com. I put on a, uh, a fall sweater today because it's uh, feeling a little chilly in the air. And it's looking a little baggy on me because uh, this time last year, I was uh, a lot more overweight than I wanted to be. When I weighed in uh, the first day uh, at my uh, mnfatloss.com program, I was uh, almost 200 pounds. I'm only 5 foot 5 I shouldn't be 200 pounds. I knew I needed to make some changes. I knew I shouldn't be eating a pastry every day for lunch and knocking back some sugary cocktails at night. I knew I needed to make some changes. I wanted to look better in the mirror. I wanted to fit better into my clothes. And I am doing that now. Thanks to what I learned at mnfatloss.com. You too, like me, could lose up to a pound of fat a day. Results may vary. And you could do it eating foods you like, just like I did. If I were you, I would go to mnfatloss.com.